We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Go, you Redbirds! Go, you Redbirds! On the battle, fight for ISU! Welcome to In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics Podcast. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. Hi again and welcome in to another edition of In the Nest, the official podcast of Illinois State Redbird Athletics from Learfield. I'm John Fitzgerald and today we're joined by Janae Stevens, the Vice President of Marketing for CEFQ, who recently entered into a 10-year agreement for naming rights of the on-campus arena here at Illinois State University. Today's conversation is brought to you in part by Jason's Deli, Redbird fans, all good things start with wholesome ingredients. Visit Jason's Deli in Normal on Veterans Parkway today and receive free ice cream with every purchase. Janae, thanks so much for joining us today. And I, I guess we should start off here. Obviously, SEFQ has a very rich tradition in central Illinois as well as parts of California. But talk a little bit about the history of the company, especially with its roots in central Illinois. Absolutely. Uh, SEFQ started in 1937, uh, specifically serving uh, Caterpillar Tractor Company. So we were a credit union established by their employees in a cafeteria operating out of a cigar cigar box, honestly. Uh, And so from there, through various expansion opportunities, uh, we now serve 32 counties in Illinois, and we serve three in the San Jose area of California. For those that are maybe not horribly fiscally responsible, the difference between a typical bank and a credit union. If you have a savings account at SEFQ, you are an owner of SEFQ. Uh, so we say we are people helping people, a financial cooperative. And so it's borrowers helping savers and savers helping borrowers. And I understand there's a pretty good connection with Illinois State. Obviously, you guys have 
been involved in Illinois State Athletics for a number of years, but you personally, as well as your CEO, both have pretty solid connections to Illinois State. Yes, our CEO received his undergraduate at Illinois State, and I am, as I jokingly say, a mama bird. My youngest (laughs) daughter attends Illinois State. Now, I think oftentimes, especially college sports fans who have a tendency to be slightly myopic at times, think that, boy, you've got an arena, you've got a stadium, you've got a beautiful baseball or softball field, people are going to be knocking down your door to throw their sponsor name on it from an advertising standpoint. And the fact of the matter is the the companies and business entities that that do get into the naming rights business are obviously very fiscally responsible and very smart in doing so. This whole process, though, for you guys, and we can start with the impetus, but there's a ton of due diligence that goes into the why, and it's got to be a win-win for both sides. Absolutely. I think this one probably started a little differently because we did have such a long history in partnering and supporting Illinois State University. So uh, when we were first approached, uh, there was analysis. We did a lot of internal talking, but it was never, is that the right entity to partner with? That was not in question. But it was, is this the right thing to do with members' money? Because like I said, since we're owned by everyone that does business with us, that's the forefront in every decision we make is, is that the right thing to do with our members' investment? And so uh, as we looked at the initial proposal and then brought other individuals from the SEFQ team in uh, to do analysis, uh, it just ended up that it was a wonderful opportunity for us to extend our dedication and involvement uh, within the university. Now, this isn't your first foray into stadium naming rights. Uh, Obviously, you mentioned the fact that you have some locations out serving in San Jose. A few years ago, you guys went into a naming rights agreement with San Jose State University for their football stadium on campus. A, has this been a similar process for you? And B, in looking back, since that was kind of the forerunner of this situation, has that been a successful maneuver for you guys? Uh, I think the reason we did the naming opportunity in each market was different. Uh, And so they were reviewed differently in San Jose State or with San Jose State. We were fairly new to that market and it was a wonderful advertising opportunity, if you want to say that, um, a way to get um, some recognition in that market that it, it was a market that was very hard to differentiate yourself. And so uh, in looking at that and reviewing that opportunity, that was something that was considered. Like you said, that was our first. Uh, So we learned a lot from that um, and were able to then use some of that as we discussed the ISU opportunity. Obviously, branding, it seems like, was kind of the the big mechanism out in Northern California. When you came into this one, what were some of the things you mentioned being approached with this opportunity? What were some of kind of the boxes that you wanted to check to make sure this was the correct thing? Uh, Branding, of course, here as well. Uh, But I think what was really big here and and really almost bigger was the opportunity that we have to provide uh, financial literacy to student athletes and then ISU students. It is a 
goal of ours to, of course, prepare anyone for that next step in their finances. We want everyone to be an informed consumer. And so having the opportunity to talk to student athletes and make sure that when they leave the university, they have the fundamentals to make those financial decisions, uh, that was very important to us and something that uh, CEFQ values. And so that opportunity and the option that we would have to present those uh, presentations and and provide that education, that was very important. And obviously, being involved in the communities you served is kind of one of the tenets of CEFQ. And this provides, as you just kind of touched on, some opportunities to also grow your membership a little bit. So beyond the naming aspect of the former Redbird Arena, there's some other opportunities on campus, both physical and through um, opportunities for presentations and so forth. Yes, we are working through, um, we don't have a final agreement, but we are working through, uh, hopefully, a member center that would be in the Bone Student Center. And that would open, um, again, hopefully, in August or September. So that would be a wonderful opportunity for us to connect with students as well. The insight of the process in doing so, and, and this comes from somebody who, isn't horribly familiar with credit unions himself, I will fully admit. But because the members are also owners, as you mentioned, was there a lot more involvement in a vote structure or almost straw poll as far as whether or not these are good decisions with those people's money? We survey a percentage of members every year and ask them where they want SEFQ's community investment to go. So that plays into this decision. Our board of directors is all volunteer and members. So when a decision like this happens, it has to be approved by our board who are representatives of our membership as a whole. So the analysis was done by staff. We then uh, talked to the board about it with the board making that final vote on behalf of members about whether or not this is an investment we should be making. To go back to San Jose a little bit, because that was your first one, were there any pluses and minuses over the first few years of that agreement that really helped you kind of in this decision-making process just because of a little bit more experience at that point? I think what we were able to learn from San Jose State is how important uh, from community awareness partnerships like this can be. So we were immediately able in San Jose State to see Uh, that we were getting a return on that investment from not just members that were connecting with the credit union, but quite honestly, nonprofit partnerships. Uh, Giving back to the community is huge to SEFQ and making sure you're making those right partnerships. And so uh, we found that um, nonprofits that we might approach to say, we would like to partner with you, knew of us, from that. And of course, with any of those partnerships, nonprofits would like to know you and what you stand for. It, it is a win-win on both sides. Is this organization someone we want to partner with the same that we're considering when we consider requests? So that they knew of us and knew we give back to the community in San Jose and that we want to be involved helped us form other nonprofit partnerships. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Obviously, when we talk about a decision that's a win-win like that the the growth of your membership is pretty black and white hard and fast as far as return on investment but when you talk about those types of partnerships um the non-for-profits things like that how else do you measure a successful endeavor like this from a naming right standpoint and how long does it really take to kind of see the fruits of that? Because obviously sometimes in branding, it's going to be a much more spread out further down the line. But obviously you guys probably have some kind of parameters that you put into place here to know this was worthwhile or this wasn't worthwhile. We look at the advertising value equivalency. So we look at mentions that we're getting in the media, social media mentions and that sort of thing to give us some sort of guide on if we had instead invested those dollars in just mainstream media, how does that compare for us? Are we receiving some sort of return on investment that makes sense for what we've invested in the naming opportunity? And you had mentioned before we went on air about kind of the ability to service McLean County is less than 25 years old here at this point for SEFQ. So 
Well, we did talk about branding being the case. Branding, I would think, within that framework of time in McLean County, Bloomington Normal Proper, is really still a growth period for SEFCU right now. Absolutely. McLean County is still an area that we consider a market that has growth opportunities for us. So that, like you mentioned, that that played a very important part in the decision-making process for the naming of the arena. As you go into this, obviously this one, because the bells and whistles, because we're involved with Illinois State, there's there's a little bit more publicity that goes with that. And obviously, in any highlight you might see on the local news or radio broadcast or newspaper article, SEFQ Arena is prominent. As you guys look at not only McLean County, but Central Illinois as a whole, what are some other endeavors that you guys have started to tackle in the last couple of years to really give back to the community and be involved? SEFQ for years has been very involved in the community. I'll say for the McLean County market, uh, we've done a lot with partnerships with Mark First, with the Children's Discovery Museum, uh, with Uptown Normal on uh, different fairs and festivals, WGLT. So it's been very important for us always to give back. Uh, we receive about 3,000 requests a year to contribute something to the community. That's going to be anything from your Little League sponsorship up to naming an arena. So uh, there's just a wide variety of sponsorship opportunities that we receive. And so um, happily, the culture of SEFQ is to give back and support the communities. I'm not going to say we support all 3,000 requests <laughs> that we get annually. We don't. Uh, but um, I'm very fortunate that that is so important to the credit union and that we do get to help as many nonprofits and community entities as we do. As the Obviously, you do branding like that within the community. There's a ton of goodwill that's created in those situations in various communities. That helps grow membership. There's no two ways about it, and that's, I'm sure, your goal. In doing so, have you found a vast majority of people being able to, I don't want to say turn their backs on your typical commercial bank to get involved with the credit union, or is that an educational process that, that takes a while? I think that people have, um, I think people consider both. So um, I, I think that what we do in the community is extremely important in people making those decisions about who they want to do business with, but it's just as important that you're having a wide range of financial products, services, convenient services to meet everyone's needs. So I think it comes together. I think people want to do business, understandably so, with someone who gives back and cares, but you also have to have sure. what they need in order to want to do business with you. So just because a community gives back if they don't have the product or service you want. So I think we're very fortunate that we offer a wide variety of products and services, and then people can know that truly we want to give back and make the communities we serve a better place for members to live and work. Have you been able to see growth, especially in McLean County, significantly? Obviously, McLean County is a little bit different, too, because of so many people have moved in over the last number of years from more established places. But the nice part is there are people who come into town and are looking for places to put their money. 
I think that was part of the reason for the interest in naming the arena is this is a big growth county for Illinois. And knowing that there has been a lot of movement in this county. Uh, so yes, we have seen growth. We have seen continued growth in McLean County. And I would think just as awareness continues to get out with individuals that are new to this market, we will continue to see growth in this county. Now, you said you're a mama bird, obviously, with your daughter being a student here at Illinois State. Was there any added pressure in pushing this thing to the finish line as a result of that? No, not at all. Um, Fortunately, that was just a a bizarre coincidence that happened through. Like I said, we have had a partnership with ISU well over 20, 25 years. So uh, the mama bird thing just came about um, as a fluke when she visited (laughs) campus. She loved it. So there's just that. It's just an added bonus that she happens to live in Tri-Towers and soon she'll look out over the name SFQ Arena. So isn't that convenient? Uh, you, we talked about a little bit about the process uh, of getting this done and pushing it to the finish line, but uh, we also mentioned this is a relationship, not necessarily a naming rights standpoint, but a relationship with the university and the athletic department that goes well back. What was the impetus behind the initial engagement with Illinois State and SEFCU? Uh, it started because we were able to start serving McLean County, uh, being involved in education, being involved in things that uh, make a community a good place to live and work are important to SEFCU. So we sponsor universities and university teams. So when approached uh, 20 some years ago (laughs) to begin a partnership, it really was about um, coming to athletic events as important to a community. So how can we partner and um, support the things that members want to go to and members want us to support? And that has pretty much grown over those 20 years, hasn't it? Just from an involvement standpoint, obviously, and then getting to the point where we're in now the beginning of a 10-year deal. But that obviously is significant growth. And I would say it's probably safe to say from a business standpoint that those 20 years have been fruitful from an engagement standpoint for SEFQ with the involvement of Illinois State. Absolutely. We would not do We would not continue a partnership that long if it was not a positive partnership. So uh, we were able to, again, increase awareness in a market, continue to allow for um, quality entertainment for members to come and watch basketball games. Um, That was really, we were heavily involved with uh, basketball and football before going into this um, arena naming rights. But then we also, um, we have scholarships for members here. So SEFQ members that look to attend Illinois State, SEFQ has member appreciation scholarships here. So there's just been a lot as the relationship has grown that has allowed for our partnership to grow. And I also think for people who... might not know all that's involved. It's probably the vast majority of people from kind of the initial broaching of this naming rights deal to the point where the ink was finally signed. How many hours? How many days? How many weeks? Um, How many sleepless nights did you probably have involved in that? But this this was a long and arduous process Obviously, there's a lot of legal aspects that have to take place as well with contracts like this, but 
there was probably a lot of give and take in this. Uh, I think the whole process was just short of a year from the right? beginning when we were approached uh, to then um, moving that all the way through. So yeah, we start with some small meetings um, about the potential and then maybe including more people as we're like, okay, I think this actually has some legs. Let's take this a little further. So uh, yeah, it, it was a, a long process. Yes. Now that at least this one is done and you guys are in the midst of the first year of this 10-year agreement, what else is what else are you guys working on right now from that standpoint? <laughs> I don't think we have any other facilities <laughs> in. No, I think we're done with that for a while. Um, we have some uh, large investments um, in huge uh, initiatives, both um, McLean County. We have recently announced gifts to Heartland Community College um, as they do uh, a lot of um, upgrades on that campus. We've invested in, there's a new cancer center that OSF is putting in in the Peoria market. We've made a large investment to that. Um, So just different types of investments, but again, all done to support and better the community. So as far as you're concerned for at least a while, you're done with the facility game. I'm done. I'm I'm done with the facility naming game for a bit, yes. Well, Janae, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I really appreciate it. That's Janae Stevens, the Vice President of Marketing at SefQ. She has been our guest this week, and that'll do it for our show this week. For Janae Stevens and our entire crew, this is John Fitzgerald. We'll talk to you next time right here on In the Nest. This has been In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network.